I won't be before you long. Um, I only have one verse that I'm going to share with you, and you can pull that up. Um, it's going to be in Matthew. <clears throat> um, Matthew chapter 11, and it's verse 28. I'm not going to read it right now. I'll get to it, but you can be preparing Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. First, I want to share something with you. I, uh, there have been some things that I've been reading, and they've, just been, they've been catching my eye, and just sometimes that's how a message will come to me. I'll be in reading, and something will hit me, and I'll save it, write it down, and come back to it later. And uh, this was one of those things. So I'm going to share this with you. It's from Charles, Charles Spurgeon. And it says this, The cry of the Christian religion is the gentle word, come. The Jewish law harshly said, go. Watch your steps and be careful where you walk. Break the commandments and you'll die. Keep them and you'll live. The law ruled with terror. And it was in this sense an ever-present scourge to sinful men. The gospel, however, draws men with arms of love. Jesus is the good shepherd going before his sheep, calling them to follow him and ever leading them onward with the sweet word, come. The law repels the gospel attracts. The law shows the distance between God and man. The gospel bridges that awful chasm and brings the sinner across it. What, what a wonderful, wonderful word that he had there. I read that and I was moved and I continued to think on what it said. And I thought to myself, man, how many of us have probably felt as though saved religious people remind you more of the distance between you and God than they do bridge the gap. So that you could hear the life-changing gospel. And again, short and sweet, 
I, I was moved by what was said there, but then I was troubled by that thought. How many people, how many people are repelling people instead of attracting them? I did a whole message, and again, that was another thing that, that caught me. I did a whole message on repellent versus the attraction, and it was right along these lines. And I, I kind of touched on how, uh, you know, there's repellents out there that are supposed to repel mosquitoes, right? But then you can put on certain stuff that will pull them in a little bit harder, faster. And I read that, and I was just like, man, oh, man. The same question that I had then is the same question that I had now. What are we? What are we being? Are we being a repellent? Before I preached and it was, we're being a repellent by the way we act and the way we respond to people. But in the same sense, if we're, if we're preaching the law to people, then we're, we're it is acting in the same sense. The law shows us how horrible we are. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that sometimes we don't need that. But the law is not all we need. It, is, it has a purpose, and once it's done, it's the gospel from then on out. If you, you have a person who refuses to believe that they are in error, right? And, and I won't even say refuses, right? Because refusal means that they've heard it and they're refusing. I'm talking, okay, what about the person that has no clue, right? They have no idea. They're, they're in that situation the law has, it, it, there's a need because they have to be made aware. And the only way they can be made aware is through the word of God. But once they are made aware, then it becomes refusal. And that's not for us to repair, fix, or change. That's up to God. I thought about my children when I have something in place that I desire to happen in our household, they know. Anytime one of them, my children, speaks to one of my other children about that thing, they are then trying to push what I have said, right? And how many of you that have children have found, yourself, have found yourself saying, excuse me, you're not mom. Excuse me, you're not dad. I don't need your help, right? You ever heard that? And in the same sense, in the same sense, I don't believe God needs our help 
driving home the rules. He does not need our help driving home the rules. And there are times when the children will be like, well, I was just trying to help him. Were you trying to help him or were you trying to police him? Because there's a difference. There's a difference between trying to help someone and trying to police them. The gospel does not police. The law does. And how many times, again, have you found yourself, have you been in the, the, the situation where you felt that religious person is coming at you to police you versus the gentle, soft, inviting Come. Let's look at what Jesus had to say. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It says this. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. One more time, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all of you who labor, who struggle, and are heavy laden, stressed out, overwhelmed, anxiety filled. Come to me, come to me, and I will give you rest. Man, that, when I read that, can I, like, I don't know about you, but it just, it made me feel relaxed. I just was like, hmm, you know, just melted back in my seat. And I just sat there in that moment for a second. I'm going to read it one more time. Jesus said, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Man, what peace. What thoughts of rest and restoration and love and peace. Giving way for the opportunity to experience joy, excitement. I want to challenge each and every one of you. Here we are, January, brand new year. And I want to challenge you. We, we as the body Dayton, are about to embark on a new adventure, something that we've done before, and it is our small groups, which we call the gatherings. And we're going to gather twice a month. We are going to come together 
and we are going to live life together. We are going to probably cry in some moments and laugh in some moments. We're going to counsel each other and encourage one another, hopefully. We are going to experience life through this year. And I challenge you, I hope that you will take the time to invite someone into this space, into these situations, so that they can experience this right here. All who are heavy laden, all who labor, come. Let us, let us be bridge builders. Let us be the ones who are going to bridge the gap, who are going to close the chasms between people who are lost, tired, broken, hurting, in need of love. Let us bridge, let us build those bridges. Let us be the ones. Let us be the voice of Christ. Gentle and inviting. Saying, come, watch this. <laughs> let us be the ones saying, come, and he will give you rest. I, this brought me such joy when this is where God led me. I felt so overwhelmed I felt so overwhelmed by his love. And even now, I, I don't know if you feel the same thing, but even now I feel so overwhelmed by his love for other people beside myself. Because I don't, I don't, I don't feel heavy laden right now. I don't feel taxed and overwhelmed by my life right now. I have days. I have days. But when I was preparing for this, my heart was at peace. And so therefore, when I read this, I thought to myself, man, he's, he's thinking outside of me. He's looking at someone else. And I can be the one I can be the one to be his voice. I can be the one to help someone feel invited, to feel like they can trust and they want to be in the presence, right? Not of me. I'm not special, right? We're not the special ones, but we can be used by the special one. So one more time, 
let us be the voice of Christ saying, come, come, inviting, gentle, loving. Let's pray that we can create an atmosphere of peace. Let's pray that his Holy Spirit will be present in our homes, in our lives, so that people can clearly hear and clearly see Christ inviting them gently, lovingly. Last thing I'm going to say, I've had the opportunity to go into many houses, homes of people that are here at this church. And I can, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that in those homes, I know that when I enter that place, I feel that. I really do. But I want to make sure that I am fully challenging each and every one of us to ask ourselves, is that the environment that we are creating in our household? Is that the environment that we are uh, establishing in our lives? If not, Go before God. Seek him. Seek him. Because that's what he does. He brings peace. He brings that. He, he settles the storm. Right? And it says, it says that he would. It says if we would lift him up. If we would lift him up. That he would draw all men unto him. That's what we want. We want the broken we want the people who, who need help, who are seeking out something more. We want Wednesday. We want people who turn and look to us and say, please pray for me. Who will break down and cry on our shoulders and feel safe to do that. And then leave with something that they didn't have when they came. Peace. Right. Maybe 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 they still haven't really found the joy, but but they're they they're like seeing light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Let's bow our heads today. Lord God, I just come into you right now. Father, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you and I praise you for this gentle word. Such a powerful word. Such, like, God, this speaks volumes of who you are. This one scripture, man, it, it sets up everything that we should be as Christians. God, I pray right now that we would hear it, that we would allow it to just 
sink in, soak in to our hearts. That we would keep it at the forefront of our minds, that we would pin it right there, right there at the top of the list. So that we can remember that is your heart. And that we would pray daily. Daily. That our lives, our, how, our homes would just exude this, that, that people would see this coming from our lives. That they would desire to be where we're at. Not because of who we are, but because of who you are in us. In the name of Jesus, I pray that here at the body Dayton, that, that your presence would be known and that every single person that walks through those doors would feel and know that your voice is gently calling them, saying, come, come here. If you're hurting, come here. If you need love, come here. If you need safety, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that wherever we are, that that is what people will see and that they will know. And that we will be sought out because they know that here, Christ Jesus is saying, come inviting them gently and lovingly because he will give them rest. God, I pray that you would be with each and every one of us as we leave today. Keep us safe from any hurt, harm, or danger. I pray for those who are at home today. Lord God, I just, I thank you and I praise you that we were able to make it out safely to come and worship you, to hear your word, to be encouraged to be with one another, to sing worships with one another, like your word says for us to do. God, I thank you and I praise you that you are always working on our behalf. You are always doing new things. You are always creating in our lives. Lord God, you're always protecting. And I just pray, Lord God, that you would continue to do that. And I pray that we would be able to see you. Help us to see it. Help us to feel your presence. And when we can't, Lord God, I pray that you would help us, remind us to position ourselves so that we can. Remind us to find ourselves in a state of prayer, whether it be on our knees in our prayer closet or driving behind the wheel, Lord God, that we would continuously be in communication with you. I just pray all these things. If there's anybody here or online that you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to, if you felt that call to come and you desire to know him as your Lord and Savior or you, or maybe you just have some questions you can, you can go on Facebook and you can comment and you can message us here at the church. You can grab a card and you can write down and I would love to pray with you. But if you're here right now 
and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would love for you to raise your hand so I could pray with you. Amen. Lord God, whoever it is, whether they're online or wherever they might be watching this, I pray, Father, that, that they would submit their lives to you, that they would say a prayer to you, that they would speak to you from their heart, simply saying, I want to know you. I believe you're there. I want to know you. And I believe your son died on, on the cross for me and then rose again so that I would have the opportunity to be in your presence daily. God, I pray that with them right now. I stand in agreement with them. Lord God, we thank you. We praise you. Be with us. Minister to us. Send your ministering angels, Lord God, to watch over us. And we pray all these things in your son Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here today. Thank you for coming out in this crazy weather. Um, get the kiddos, the grandkids home and together, and you guys go out and have a ball in the snow. Throw a snowball for me, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not going outside. Love you guys. Bye, Facebook.